This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Hi, this is Ruth Manuva and you're listening to The Chappelle Show on Joy 94.9. Yes, you are on The Chappelle Show with Jess on Joy 94.9 and I have in the studio with me today the legendary hip-hop DJ and MC Mickey D. Mickey, welcome to The Chappelle Show. Thank you for having me. Let me just give you a bit of a background on The Chappelle Show. Hip-hop based music, like urban music show. Can you explain for us, if you don't mind, like what are the main elements of hip-hop culture? Well, I mean, to me, the most I'm really involved on the music side, so the MCing and the DJing. And I sort of got followed it from the early 80s when it sort of travelled from New York, from the Bronx in New York, and then sort of went worldwide with the Beach Street movies and Rocksteady Crew and, you know. And I guess, like, when you mention those movies, I think of the breaking and the graffiti and all that sort of stuff. What What do you like on the dance floor, Mickey? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, I've always thought that if, if you wanted to be a really good DJ in clubs, you should have a good appreciation of what it takes to dance, you know, because if you know how to move, then you know how to make people move. So you've mentioned that you've been in this for quite a while. How did you get into it? Back in back in the 80s when I seen that sort of stuff on telly, you know, um, I thought it was fascinating just that how, you know, they were scratching with records and that. So I sort of understood what that they were doing. And then the, uh, the next process was buying the records themselves and finding some equipment to have a go on. Yep. And your brother was actually the first person that ever gave me a go. Really? Yes. I yes. didn't know that. Yes. In 1990, when we were in the same school and I'd already been uh, buying the music, yep. your bro had access to um, the equipment. So your bro actually got me my first go on, on, on any on turntables and stuff. So tell us, um, where has this, where has your music taken you career-wise? Well, in, in the 90s, yep. I spent my time doing DJ competitions and playing clubs in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And then in two, 2000, um, I got accepted onto the Red Bull Music Academy in Ireland. And I ended up in Dublin mm-hmm. with a, a bunch of very like-minded, very similar, very fun people from all around the world that were all there for the same thing, obviously. And, um, and then I never left. Well, I spent the next 10 years in Ireland as a result of it. But what I, what I do like is the fact you've retained that strong New Zealand accent of yours. Yeah, the chicks dig it. They do, don't yes, they? Yes, yes. <laughs> I should try and get mine back. <laughs> <laughs> and what are some of the highlights that you remember the most throughout the years? Oh, wow. Just getting to, just getting to play with people that, you know, you used to buy their music and stuff. And then you're playing, you know, before them or with them or their background at your house for a chat. I remember one of one of my favourite ones was um, having Hank Shockley from the Bomb Squad, Public Enemies producer, come around to wow. my house for a night, and just sort of just he just sat around and we just he went through my records and my book collection and we just talked and talked and talked and I just was sort of like, yeah, just to be able to ask someone like that all the questions that you've been wanting to ask him since the 80s, you know, yeah, and just sort of have him sit in your house and yeah, chatting with yeah. You've done everything from your DJ battles to uh, your time in radio back in the day. You've been hosting events and you play to packed out dance floors with sweaty people getting down to your beats. If you had to choose or if you could choose, what would be your favourite thing to do with your music? I like playing in the daytime near the water. 
Yeah, I just find that um, as the years ago, I still I still like a late night session. Like I still like a late night sweaty clubby session, and and that has its own energy. But as time's gone on, I like the whole idea of what sunlight and water and and those sort of kind of elements brings out in what what makes me play. Um, now I know another passion of yours is sport. Yes, and more recently you've been able to combine your skills with almost like as a foley artist I guess with your sound effects and your your DJing with rugby tell us a bit about that well this friend of mine his name is Jed Thion and he's a kind of cult personality on the world rugby scene he hosts events and he used to be a MPC player for Otago but he's kind of, he's left of centre, he's alternative, and as a result, he's created this thing called the Alternative Rugby Commentary, yep. where he started as a, not a one-man show, he used to have a sound effects guy, and he goes into a venue, they drop the, the sound off the uh, broadcast of the of the Test Rugby, he always does the All Blacks games, Yep. and, and he creates he does his own commentary and has sound effects laid in behind him and he also uh he streams it as well so people around the world can turn off the sound on their tallies and tune into him and so now what we do is you have the rugby up on one screen in the middle and i control two screens either side of the rugby and play a whole lot of animation and musical cues cool so it's a sort of comedic musical role i play in behind him yeah Check it out and see when they're going to be in a town near you because you're worldwide. You've just come back from Singapore. We just did Singapore and we're doing Sydney and Brisbane later on this year. Yep. And yeah, we're all over the show. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to get it out there. Keep an open mind and um, it can be a, a little... Um, oh, yeah. There's lots of cursing. <laughs> There's, There's lots, lots of, of cursing. cursing. There's lots of... Um, <laughs> Everyone gets a hammering too. I mean, he he typically he's he's quite Aussie bashing. But yeah. you know what I've found to all you Australians listening out there, you guys take it really well. <laughs> you use a good sports. I, I I tell you what, because the ki- a lot of Kiwis aren't. No, a lot of Kiwis are very very precious, especially when it comes to the All Blacks. Yeah, and um and I you know I want to give props to all the Aussies out there that can have a good laugh at themselves because at the end of the day that's what it's about. So what's coming up next for Mickey D? I'm developing that whole video DJ side of things. I've found it because um, I'm a TV editor by trade. That's that's my day job. And so I've created a whole lot of sort of files and videos and things that I'm bringing out in a kind of fest for a festival type set. Mm-hmm. And I'm working with live musicians and recording them individually and bringing them back together like a turntable video band. So that's that's actually, I've just built a studio for that and that, that project is underway. And whenever that's ready, I'll, um, I'll sort of introduce that to the festival circuit. Well, you have to let us know what's going on and we can post some of your links up on the Chappelle Show page. And of course, you can get all that information by going to joy.org.au and clicking on the program banner and heading to the Chappelle Show. Mickey, thank you so much for coming in today. It's thank been you for me. lovely having you in the studio and we will keep our eye out for what is next to come. Thanks, Jess. And uh, from one DJ to the next DJ, coming up next, we've got some DJ Girl Talk on The Chappelle Show on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.